Okay, we're on. We're live. We're live. Um, first and foremost, to just go ahead and get it out of the way, <laughs> we'll say that we got some new recording equipment <laughs> <laughs> because this audio is going to be so much clearer. We always record on Galen's phone, and Galen has like a busted up 10. It's an XR. Whatever it is. it's The microphone is so bad. Like, well, you can't hear like a a call, a FaceTime, or anything like that. Yeah, it's really bad. I didn't think it affected my audio to other people as well. So, we're recording on my, like, I think I have like an 11 Pro Max or something like that. Doesn't matter. Her phone's not busted up like mine is. I'm yeah. getting a new phone. Plus, we're going to switch over to the MacBook and actual, like, podcast microphone soon anyways. Yeah. Because we're taking this a lot more seriously now. That doesn't really matter. But I hope you guys can hear us more clearly because they definitely when can. we did like a sound check, oh we could hear gosh. ourselves a lot clearer. At so. any rate, we're already a, a minute into the podcast and we haven't gotten to the topic. So um, some of you might know from one of my social media postings, uh, maybe those of you that listen from overseas in different countries that don't follow me on anything, don't know. Um, we're doing a Q&A for this one. Uh, we picked out 50 questions because we broke 500 plays. Woo-hoo. So we got, what? what is that, 10 questions or per or one question per 10 listens? Is that what yeah. I meant to say? Yeah. So big milestone. I'm really happy about it, honestly, because like, once we break 1,000, my, uh, my revenue is going to start going up. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, we don't do it for that. We do it because we love it. But <clears throat> uh, do you want to... You want to just get into the questions? Yeah, so... Well, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but we're going to shout out the people that asked to be shouted out on the questions, too. Uh, I like I like to keep it interactive, yeah. you know? And I, I really like when people give me feedback and when they give Kerrigan feedback and they message us about, like, certain things we said and, like... I mean, we've gotten comments that, like, they feel like they're part of the conversation, too. So, like, yeah. that that's a really genuine thing to hear and I really appreciate it. But we'll, we'll go ahead and dive right into the questions all right so galen posted on social media for listeners to ask us questions so our first one is our friend brooke she also happens to be my roommate she, she's she's cool, amazing we she's love her a great human being. the greatest puzzler we've ever met <laughs> okay so first brooke's first question was if you won 10 million dollars tomorrow what would you spend it on do you want to answer first or i think the first thing that i'm gonna do is like buy a house like i need somewhere i want to live somewhere mm, somewhere nice so just buy a house that's like do you have anything else like maybe two more things we'll do like um, a top three okay, things because okay, okay, sure. there's a lot of things you can buy with 10 um, i don't know what i would buy with 20 grand let alone okay like okay so i'm gonna buy a house i probably would like pay off some debt and i'd probably give some to my mom so not as much spending in like material I'd hope stuff, pay off all your debt. It's ten million dollars. Okay, <laughs> like, yeah, I guess you're right. <clears throat> that wouldn't make a dent. <laughs> so I'm not gonna buy like material. I guess I mean I guess my diploma is a material thing, but <laughs> you're gonna set yourself up. <laughs> yeah. For the long haul. Yeah. Uh, I I could definitely second on buying a house. Yeah. And then like I'd buy like a nice like new Forerunner. Okay. Know, something like medium size, not really an SUV, but bigger than like a sedan, because like it's a family car and they look really good. Yeah. Um. And honestly, I would probably, like, buy a, a business similar, or actually in the same field that I work in already now, and just, like, kind of run it instead of do it, because I love my job, but I, I want to, you know, own it, so that's probably it. Not really exciting. I don't really know. Like, I'm, I I can't really wrap my head around so much money. Yeah. That's a hard a question. It's, it's a fun question, but that's a hard question to really answer. Yeah. Okay. Brooke's next question is, what's your go-to karaoke song? My go-to karaoke song is Every Day from High School Musical 2. That is the best song of the entire series. And I feel like that song should have been played on mainstream radio. Because that Mm. shit is a banger. Okay, you know what? I think I'm going to have to stay in the Disney category. And I think I'm going to say Strut by the Cheat Girls. Because if you guys listened to last week's podcast about our... Or the week before that about our movies. I fucking love the Cheat Girls. So (laughs) Cheat Girls 2. Yeah, Strut for sure. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, do you have a bucket list? And if so, what's on it? Mine is definitely scuba diving. I love, like, aquariums and turtles. And so I think it would be so cool to, like, free dive into the ocean 
with like all the proper equipment would you want to do like stuff. the aquarium one like we saw at the georgia aquarium where like yeah but like i want to go like like the great barrier snorkeling reef and scuba diving and like, like yeah, the real and, deal yeah, real time yeah uh i think i want to go to like the sistine chapel i think that's like my mm. number one thing it just looks so good yeah i mean it's so beautiful from photos i've never been uh, but that's probably, like, the top of my things of, like, what I want to do is to go to the Sistine Chapel. Yeah. Okay. What would your walk-up song be? Enter Sandman. Every time. Every single time. Enter Sandman. And then maybe second, like, well, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just Enter Sandman. That's, that's what I'm going to go with. I mean, can I say Strap of the Cheetah Girls again? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I don't know, actually, if I would, what my walk-up song would be. What do you think it would be for me? Your walk-up song? Yeah. Uh, probably, like, uh, Unwritten by Natasha Benefield. Oh, my or, gosh. Um, That's a good one. Captain Hook by Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> I can't rap the entire song. <laughs> That's why I picked it. <laughs> Slight flex, but... Okay, last question from Brooke is, if you could only watch one movie, what would it be? National Treasure. Why National Treasure? It's such a classic. And, like... It's just such a good movie. I got. You just, just won't get tired of it. I would never get tired of it. Okay, mine is definitely Shrek Two. Ridiculous, but okay. I mean the same thing with Kerrigan said earlier. If you listen to like the podcast about what we were watching, Shrek Two, that's like in my tops, and yeah. I love Shrek Two. Like literally, I can quote it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't think Shrek's funny. Whatever. Whatever. All right, our next questions are from Stephen. Stephen asked, "What's our favorite place we've been together?" You can go first. Because I'm curious to see what your answer is going to be. I think we're going to have the same answer, though. I think it's going to be camping. Yeah, to Douthat State Park. We went to Douthat State Park. Um, It's in Covington, Virginia, which is near the West Virginia line. And it has, like, a big lake and There's no cell service. No cell service. That's probably, like, the best part about it, though. Yeah. It's really secluded, honestly. It's so beautiful, though. I mean, the waterfall, I like the, wa- the dams, like... I was going to say, I really liked our hiking when we went to that waterfall. Yeah, that? yeah. It was really nice. Like, we didn't really have anything bad about the place. The aquarium was fun, too. The Georgia Aquarium or well, the... Both, I mean, just aquarium trips are fun. Camping takes the cake, though. Yeah. Um, that one waterfall we went to was cool, too. Was, yeah. it, like, was it called, like, Crab something? Crabtree? Uh, Crab Apple no, Falls? No, no, no. <laughs> there. That's cool. All right. Place we want to travel together. The Grand Canyon. The Grand Canyon. We really want to go to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing for a future answer, maybe. I would love to go to the Grand Canyon. All right. Next question. Your favorite memory with your dad. And this comes from my dad. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. These next two questions come from Alan Head. And Alan asked, favorite memory with him? For me. So, I mean, I have a few with Dad. Like, one would be on my 16th birthday, my dad let me drink a beer with him, and we played poker with some of my friends. That was really cool. Oh, my gosh. Or, like, when we were kids, and Dad would, like, me and AJ would play against each other, like, in football, like, one-on-one, and Dad was, like, the quarterback or whatever. And, like, if one of us got up on the other one, Dad would, like, throw a pick intentionally to get the game back going again, mm-hmm. like, on purpose. And, like, when he was done playing with us, he'd throw him, like, oh, my arm, yes, <laughs> I just can't go anymore. Like, it, it was just, it was always something funny with him. That is fun. What's your favorite moment with your mom? My favorite moment with my mom would probably be, like, amusement parks. Because even from, like, a young age to, like, now, I'm like, Mom, let's go on this roller coaster that does, like, four backflips she's like all right i'm down and like she's always been like that and Big like trooper oh yeah and my mom's honestly down for like lots of fun adventures so just like having like an adventurous mom has always been just like one of my favorite memories i'm like hey mom there's this new roller coaster out and she's like let's go do it like right now and i right. just love that about her i i can't say that your mom is very fun <laughs> thanks yeah <laughs> yeah all right last question bring me dad winter or summer if we're going to be honest, neither. 
Yeah, facts. I'm more of a fall and spring kind of person. Facts. But... If we had to pick, though... Summer. Summer, yeah. God, I hate the cold. I don't really hate the cold, necessarily. It's just, I feel like there's more you can do in the summer in yeah. Virginia Beach and stuff, so... I don't like the cold. <laughs> okay. Next question is from... Next couple questions are from Dustin. First one is, what is something you want everyone to know about you? What's something for you? You start um, with this. Mine's a fun fact. Okay. I actually have a lifetime pass to the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> Please tell the story. Like, just give like a brief, like, <laughs> give like a brief description of how you won a lifetime pass to see the Harlem Globetrotters and how they were literally just across the street at the arena and we didn't see them. I don't know why. And you could have got in for free. So, when I was born, <laughs> the Harlem Globetrotters <coughs> were in Lexington. And they happened to stop by. And my mom had literally just given birth to me like a couple hours before. And one of the Harlem Globetrotters, I don't remember his name, was like, can I hold your newborn child? And mom was like, sure. Was he at the hospital? Yeah, they were walking through the hospital. I don't know That's why. That's interesting. I was in. There I was basketball the, goals in there. I was on the front page of the paper. Me That's a baby. being held by a Harlem Globetrotter, and it was like Kerrigan was just awarded a lifetime pass to the Harlem Globetrotters, all because he just walked in my mom's <laughs> hospital room. And so, I've only ever seen them a handful of times, but it's just one I of those fun facts. I don't know that I've ever seen them. Shut up. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. We have to go. Uh, maybe when I was super young. I don't really remember. You want to go see the Harlem Globetrotters? Hit me up. <laughs> I think... For me, something I'd want everyone to know about me is that, like, I really love to learn things. Mm-hmm. Like, if there's something that catches my eye and intrigues me, I really, like, get into it. And mm-hmm. I really try to learn everything about it. And I don't know. I I like to say that I know a lot of surface-level knowledge about a lot of things that so makes me look smarter than I am. But <laughs> I don't know. I just, I like to be very, like, as well-rounded as possible, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just like to learn about things, you know, find yeah. things that really interest me and learn about them, not just, like, try it out, you mm-hmm. know? Next one. What is something you think that is commonly misunderstood about you? Um, my sarcasm can be taken the wrong way. Mm. And, like, my Very sense of humor in general. Not even just my sarcasm, but, like, I don't know. I've, I have this, like, tendency to like laugh at things that people don't really think is funny and you know yeah. like make inappropriate jokes or <laughs> whatever I don't know I just or like say things to people and like it just comes across mean if you don't get my sense of humor yeah but like I don't really just intentionally try to be mean to people it's right. just you know you just some people just don't understand it and that's fine yeah for me I think it's gonna be that I have a really bad memory because if you know me, I tend to forget things a lot, but, like, I really don't have that bad of a memory if it's something that's, like, important or I have an interest in. Like, for example, like, I'm a freaking tour guide. Like, mm-hmm. I have to know so much shit about script. this university that, like, I had to memorize. Like, our script is, like, 40 pages. Like, I have it all memorized to an extent. But, like... But Karen cannot a, tell you what we had for dinner three days ago. No, I literally can't. Because so, it's, like, not important to you. Yeah, it isn't important. So, like, if it's important, I can remember it. But if it's, like, not so much. Like, I couldn't tell you anything I learned in history class because it's not important to me. So Right. So that's, like, I guess I can understand where people would think you don't have a good memory. Because sometimes I really don't think you do either. But, you know, it no. is what it is. You yeah. remember re- You remember important things, though. Yeah. I mean, as, like, anyone would, I would think. Sure. Did your parents, family, or friends influence your pursuits in life? I'm going to say yes. Um, and not in, like, a bad way. Like, I don't regret the things, like, the path just, I've taken in life. I just think that they've, they've influenced it, and that's okay. So, what about you? Uh, not entirely. I can't really say yes to that or no though because like like yeah my like my dad and stuff would like suggest things and like introduce me to things and all that but he was always really good and he still is really good about letting me just kind of figure things out and learn who I want to be and what I want to do on my own without really 
forcing an influence onto me, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I feel like Dad did a really good job of that. Yeah. He really did. The next question from Justin was, do you know the demographics of your podcast? And we do. We do know the demographics of our podcast. I know that our podcast reaches eight countries in total as of right now. Obviously, the first one, United States, that's where we're located. Um, and then following in no particular order, Ireland, New Zealand, the United Kingdom, Mexico, Singapore, Colombia, and Greece. And it's funny that Singapore uh, it comes up because the other day when we were playing, I think, Global with with Brooke, your roommate, we were like, is Singapore a city? Is that a city? Is that a country? I was like, Singapore's its own thing. We thought Singapore was in China. I had no idea. <laughs> but, yeah, I always thought Singapore was just a city, like a big city. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, shows how little you really know sometimes. Um, and the set goal, I think, that we would have for that would maybe just to keep doing what we're doing and doing it for the reasons that we're doing it. Yeah. And I want to keep growing, obviously. Like, I, I hope to have people, you know, from the Middle East, from South America, from like, everywhere listening. I think it'd be really cool. I think it's fun. I think we have a pretty pretty vast area that we cover, which yeah. that's really cool. I'm not even honestly entirely sure how our podcasts end up on people's phones, end up on people's computers. I have no idea how any of that works. Right. No idea how they find it. Yeah. Because, like, I don't have connections across the globe like that you know right. um like you said like we don't have a goal for the podcast like we do all of this just because we enjoy doing it we look we forward found, to thursday yeah nights. we do um we found that this is just a way for us to spend quality time together yep. um, hinting at another future question but it's just something that like we just enjoy like sitting down and like working on and i know gaylin had mentioned it the other week but like we like sketch out like our podcasts and like I really like to have a visual of like what the episode's gonna look like. Very visual, very structured. So yeah, we just do it to hang out together. So And maybe. it's a lot of fun and I love interacting with people and hearing feedback and like doing stuff like this, like getting questions from people and I don't know. I, I like to be really interactive because that makes it more fun for the people that do support us and listen mm-hmm. to it as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's we, we have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Okay. The next questions are from Lee. Uh, shout out to Lee because he sent some really good questions. Yeah. And he sent a couple he sent of, a questions, lot of questions. And so they were good ones. Lee. So we'll go ahead and just dive right into those. Okay. He directed this one towards you, but I can answer it too with a twist. Right. Did you enjoy growing up in rural Georgia? Uh, yes, thoroughly. Because... All of, like, the major cities are right there beside us. Maybe not major, but you get what I'm saying. Like, what are we, 45 minutes, an hour from, from the airport when we leave out? An hour, you know? Yeah. Like, everything's right there, but I got that that fortitude and that silence and comfort at nights where I could just go out on our porch and it's quiet and I can yeah. just be out. Like, I remember growing up, like, especially through, like, my teenage years, like... My friends would come over and shit, and we would literally sit out on our porch till like four in the morning, just like chilling out there, talking and everything. Cause like you can do that and not have to worry about like people driving by and the hustle and the bustle and everything. Like it's it's really nice. And then we're right there by the cities. We're not, you know what I mean? Like we're not in a fucking far, a middle of a farm town in Canada. You know, like it's really not. It's really not that bad. I I really enjoyed it. It's a, it was a great place to grow up. To be honest, I grew up in rural. Virginia, and I am the opposite. I did not like it. I did not like having to, like, go an hour out of the way to, like, go to the mall. Or, like, there wasn't a Chick-fil-A or a Chipotle or Starbucks and things like that in my hometown. 20 minutes from us, so it was a really different situation. Yeah, so it's not for me. And you grew up on an interstate, too. Yeah. So there's a lot of traffic coming through there, but, like, there really wasn't... The attractions there, right. you know so, what I'm saying? I didn't like it as much. That's, like, one of the things I do like about Norfolk is, like, I literally can just, like, walk across the street to go to Chipotle. Or, like, go ten minutes out of the way to Target and, like, sure. no big deal, whatever. Sure. Next question. What made you want to learn the guitar? That's also specifically just for me, because Kerrigan doesn't play the guitar. <laughs> Thanks. Her hands are really small, <laughs> and she struggles getting across the strings, but that's fine. Uh, my friend Ball actually 
is what got me playing the guitar. He's he's insanely good at the guitar. He's super talented. I mean, he's one of the more talented people that I've ever met in my life. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> I used to like pick up his guitar when we were like drinking and shit, and like I knew like a couple of things, you know, mm-hmm. to like pick around or whatever. And uh, one day he was like, "You can have it. Like I'm literally buying a new guitar tomorrow. You can just have it." And so I was like, "Fuck yes!" So I took it. I hopped on YouTube, looked up some stuff, and shout out to Marty Schwartz. And Ball would, like, come over, and we'd sit around and play just for hours. And, like, I got re- I don't want to, like, be that guy, but I got good at it quick. You know yeah. what I mean? And I just, I really enjoy, like, it kind of goes back to learning things. Like, I really enjoy it. And I've always had, like, an ear for music. Like, I played the piano when I was a kid and everything. So, like, I don't know. It just wasn't a difficult thing for me. Mm-hmm. But I was also really dedicated to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just yeah. really enjoyed it. But if Ball would have never gave me that guitar, I probably would have never bought one. So, any regrets? Do you have any regrets? Let's let you go because I've answered the last I two mean, first. So. Yeah, I have regrets. I think everyone has regrets. I don't think we have to be specific, but I think we all have regrets. <clears throat> I definitely have one regret in my life, but we're not going to bring that up because I don't speak bad on people. Okay. Anyway. My regret is not being with you right when I met you Aww. and waiting a month. Yeah. Okay, would you rather go back in time and know everything you know now or exactly when you die? I want to know exactly when I die. Oh, I do too. What's your reason, though? My reason is because I, if I know when the finish line is, I know when I can, like, need to complete my bucket list, basically. And what you have time for, yeah. Yeah. Facts. I just, I think my reason is more of, like, if... I go back in time and know everything. There's no guarantee that I'll do everything the same. Even though how it turned out, I'm extremely happy with life. But, like, I can't guarantee I want to change things to save myself in time. But, like, you know, the butterfly effect, that could change everything right after. Is that butterfly or is that the string theory? I don't really fucking know. But regardless, everything could have changed based off one small thing that, you know, you never knew would have happened. So I don't think I would change anything, no, because it's what I am now. It sounds really cliche, but, like, honestly, it's just who I am now. And yeah. I've really grown to understand that. If you could have a 15-minute conversation with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be, and what would you ask them first? I'll let you go first on that one as well. Mine is Miley Cyrus. And I would ask her, like... What was it like being young and famous? Like, growing up, like, I watched Hannah Montana, like, every single day. And so, like, I could not imagine being eight years old and, like, being on TV. So, like, what was it actually like? Like, I got to just live a normal childhood, but, like, she didn't. But, like, she was a superstar, and, like, that's kind of cool, too, you know? Facts. So, like... What was it like? Like, did she enjoy it? Do you wish things would have been different? Things like that. So, I asked more than one question. But. Um, mine would definitely be <clears throat> Princess Diana. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Princess Diana. I feel like a lot of people know the story, though. I mean, she passed away in 1997. But what I would ask her is what exactly happened in the tunnel? Because, like, it's a mystery. No one really knows what happened. Like, after she died, I'm sure she would have known, like, something, right? Or, like, just talk to her. Like, was there any malice in the family against you? Like, just questions that are always assumed, but nobody really knows. And I feel like that would would really bring light to a lot of things. And that's just something I feel like not a lot of people would say, you know? And I just kind of wanted to be a little different, you know? Sure. Okay. Spicy or regular nacho Doritos? (laughs) Spicy. The purple bag? Okay. I guess it's purple. I don't, I don't really see purple, yeah. but the purple bag, yeah, the spicy ones. I, I can't eat Doritos, so I can't answer this question. Did you eat them when you were a kid, though? I only ate the regular ones. Just I, the red ones? Yeah. Not even like Cool Ranch? Ew. What? No. Next. <laughs> no, I kind of want Doritos. I can't eat them, though. You get okay. the spicy ones. Right before you die, you get to have a concert. Dead, alive, or broken up. You get to pick three acts. Who are your three? Why did you choose them? Um, my acts are, in no specific order, obviously, um, Tyler Childers, Pink Floyd, and Rage Against the Machine. 
Tyler Childers because I actively listen to him all the time. He's one of my biggest guitar inspirations, and his finger style playing is amazing. His storytelling in his songs is amazing. He's a super humble guy, really down-to-earth guy, and I'd love to watch him perform live. I, I'm a huge fan of Tyler Childers. Then Pink Floyd, you know better than anyone, mm-hmm. I love Pink Floyd. Like, one of my favorite songs of all time is by Pink Floyd. One of right. my favorite albums of all time is by Pink Floyd. And they really brought concept albums to life for me. And I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy Pink Floyd. Yeah. Um, and Rage Against the Machine, because they're just really cool. Like, you know, they're very, you know, anti-government, anti-corruptness. You know, they really call shit out and... It's their energy is just insane, and I would just really like to watch them live. Yeah, yours, mine, in no specific order. One Direction, because I was the biggest Directioner growing up. Um, still am, but whatever. Um, I've been to a One Direction concert. It was the best day of my life. Um, so I would love to see them again. Next, Luke Combs. I think he would just put on a show, to be completely honest. Um, he's definitely, like, one of the top people I want to see in concert right now. Facts. And then I'm going to say Doja Cat because <laughs> I found a new love for Doja Cat. So I'd go to your concert. Thank you. I'd go to your concert, for sure. Who would open for you? Out of the top three? Yeah. Or out of the three? Yeah, who would open? Oh, God. Maybe One Direction. Only because I've seen them before. So One Direction, then Luke Holmes, then Doja Cat to close? I said in a specific order. Please don't make me pick. You don't have to pick. I was just maybe asking. Okay, I don't know. Maybe that scratch that One Direction opening because they could just... They could close. Can they each just have their own same amount of time? Like they each have like Yeah, but I was asking what order. Like that, not the time. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. matter. It doesn't matter at all. Okay. The next couple questions are all geared <laughs> towards Galen and that's fine. Do you consider Avicii a composer? Did I say that right? Yeah, Avicii. And I do consider him a composer. And I thoroughly, thoroughly miss getting to listen to new Avicii songs. But I do 100% consider him a composer. And <laughs> the next the next one's going to be really funny. Okay, Lee asked, have you ever met anyone worse at baseball than me? <sighs> I'm really gonna like that I played with and stuff. No, man, you were so bad. But like, you know it. Everyone knew it. So I'm not just picking on him. But like, the the reason I say this is because when we played together is when we were really young. So we're all not really good. But Lee was just that bad then. Oh my god! I remember the first practice we ever had with him. Lee was in right field. They hit a ball out to him on the ground. He picks it up, and throws it to the center fielder. Not really sure why he was doing that. I mean, and it wasn't, like, the first hit of the, the season, like, the first, you know, practice hit or whatever. Like, he just decided, after seeing all the outfielders throw it to second or short, he was going to throw it to the center fielder and let Stop them throw it. it in. But, no, man, I don't know. I've coached some really bad kids, too, but I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. You were pretty bad. <laughs> all right. The last one isn't more like a question. It's a story. He requested that you tell the crockpot on the stove story. Uh, yeah. So when we were all in high school, we used to go over to Lee and EJ's house after school, like me and a couple friends. And we'd all just hang out, like play Xbox and shit, you know, fuck around and just hang out or whatever after school and stuff. And they only live probably three or four miles from me so it was always like just easy to go hang out and go home whatever but uh I was making ramen noodles there and I had the eye on the stove heated up and on that same eye sat the corner of their crock pot and I melted it to their stovetop very funny whatever and I was like I remember joking around I was like I can steal my grandma's crock pot and just give it to you guys you know whatever but like you know their mom was like it's it's literally fine it's just a crock pot it's fine and then you know flash forward Two or three months later, their house burned down, and I remember EJ texted me at like 11 o'clock at night and said, hey, the house just burned down, and the first and only thing I said back was, is the crock pot okay? And the crock pot was fine. Well, they appreciated it. You need humor for things like that. But the crock pot was fine. Just so you know, just FYI, the crock pot survived. I'm the only thing that can hurt it. 
Wow. That was a good story. Yeah. <laughs> you had to be there. You just had to be there. All right. The <laughs> next question is from AJ, Galen's brother. My brother. And the question is, what is a story or topic you want to talk about but never had the chance to? You can take this one. I think the topic that I want to talk about is like the importance of like a teaching style. So like growing up, we all were taught, I'm, I'm just going to assume we all were taught pretty visually in school. Like a teacher would stand at the front of the classroom, point at things on a whiteboard. That's how we would, you know, intake all of the information. And so, honestly, that learning style has, like, become, like, a lifestyle for me. Like, I literally cannot do anything if I cannot visualize it. That's why we script out the podcast. Yeah, that's why we script out the podcast. Um, Like, if I can't see something, like, I was taught, like, on a whiteboard or, like, by a textbook or something like that. Like, I can't put an image into my head. Like, when I read books, I like to, like, picture how the characters would look. And, like, for example, like, when I read Harry Potter, I read the books and then watched the movies. And, like, I had an idea of, like, what I thought the characters looked like. And so when I watched the movies and saw the characters the first time, I just, like, was having a really hard time, like, actually being like, hmm, that's Harry. That's Hermione. Because, like, I already had this made-up character You already built the mental image. Right. Um, And so, like... Right now, I'm really struggling with, like, wedding planning because, like, I'm trying to visualize, like, certain things like decorations and table settings and things like that for, like, our day. And I'm having a really hard time seeing it because I don't know what it looks like. So, if anyone out there can help somebody like me, please let me know. (laughs) But... I mean, that's that's a really good and thorough example, and I like that you included, like... The, the Harry Potter thing, like, for a good example, like, the podcast, like, you are very visual. Yeah. And, like, I know even when I try to explain things to you, like, about, like, my job and things, I like to send you pictures of stuff. Yeah. It's just... So you can really get what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, um, I think for me, like, <clears throat> something that, like, I like to talk about or, like, want to talk about, but, like, there's never really the opportunity is, like, things like world religions and, like, different religious beliefs and things like that. But, like, that's, especially in the South, dude, it's just such a touchy subject for people. But, like, that's why I'm thankful for people like my brother and stuff. Because we talk on the phone for hours at a time, you know, about things like that. And, I don't know, it's just something that you don't just walk up to someone and be like, hey, check this shit out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it's just not really comfortable for some people. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, the next questions are from Ashley, Galen's sister. My sister. Um, the first one is, were you looking for love when you found each other? I wasn't, no. No, not at all. Not even a little bit. Yeah, me either. We just were in the same place at the same time, and we were just perfect for each other. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. What is your favorite thing about each other i think my favorite thing about kerrigan is that she tries to understand me you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. even and even if you really can't like understand what i'm saying or like how i'm feeling or like you know what i'm thinking you try to yeah like you'll ask me questions and you'll you you really make the effort to understand you know what i mean and like that's that's not always very easy to find so that's probably it for me. Aww. Well, I was, I mean, it's kind of the same, but mine is like, you're such a good listener. Like, I could just tell you, like, something, like, simple, or I could tell you, like, an hour long story, and you're gonna know, like, and listen to, like, all of the details and, like, ask questions and, like, actively listen and things like that. So I right. just really appreciate that. Um, the next question from Ashley would be. Beach or mountains? I like that that's really similar to spring or winter. I, li- I like simple questions like this, too, to throw in there because it makes it a little bit more fun. Okay, I really struggle with this question because, like, I grew up in the mountains and I love the mountains. But I also have had a new love for the beach in, like, the last couple of years. So, like, I'm going to have to say both. But if you had to pick one, 
I genuinely can't. Like, I w- I'm more likely to vacation at, at the, the beach. beach. But where would you want to live more? The beach. So you could but pick I, the beach. But I love the mountains, though. Yeah, but I, I feel like you like the okay, beach. Okay, I think my answer is beach, you're right, I guess. <clears throat> and I'm the opposite. My answer is mountains. I love the mountains. I'd rather vacation at the mountains. I don't even care that there's a beach 20 minutes away from here at all. I guess I also I just love like, going home with you to your mom's house. I was going to say, I just like it. living in a mountain my whole life, it's kind of like, eh, whatever. It's just what you're used to. Right. But like, yeah, like we'll ride around like your town and I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. And you're just like on your phone. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, and I get it. I really do. But mountains for me. Okay. Um, Ashley asked, will we ever have kids? Yeah. Maybe one day, you know. I mean, we're not, you know, trying we're not or trying anything to have soon. kids right now, but but yeah, maybe in like a couple of years or so. Maybe it'll be in the cards. We're not, we're not against it, but yeah. we're not trying to do it, you yeah. know, anytime soon. I would like to have like three kids, maybe. Two boys and a girl. Two girls and a boy. Two girls and a boy. Whatever, I'm okay. With I, don't, three. I don't honestly don't care about the gender. I'm honestly. okay with three. I don't care either. I, it really doesn't matter. As long as you don't have one, at least can we try for two? I'd be okay with just one, but whatever. That's really not important. We're not going to talk about this because we don't need to know about this stuff for like another five or six years. Sure. Okay. So that's fine. Rate the last movie we watched together. Well, <laughs> the last movie we watched together is Hangover Two. It is because Brooke had not seen the Hangover, so we watched the first one. And then we watched the second one. So if I had to rate The Hangover 2, I'm going to give it, like, an 8. Because I think the first one is deserving of, like, a 9. Sure. That's fair. So. I can agree with that, like, entirely. Yeah. But it was really funny. Yeah. And I'm glad that it was something like that, you know, and not, like, a deep, like, meaningful movie. Yeah. Like, I'm glad it was a comedy movie that we watched that we can rate. That made it a lot easier. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think the first Hangover movie is, oh my gosh, I couldn't stop laughing. Right. <laughs> um, you want to ask the next question? Yeah, so, our good friend Jen, she, she's a little older than us. I'm not going to say, like, really older, but, like, you, you'll get it when I, when I say the questions. <laughs> Our first question is, what do people your ages do nowadays? Uh, and to be completely honest, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I really think it depends on... The crowd. Yeah. The location. Yeah. I mean, around here, people are age, like, they go to bars, they go to the beach. I mean... Well, I, I took this question as more of like a careers thing. Because like, I, kids my age are like in school, graduating from school, finding jobs. But also, I guess you're right. That's like, what going, everyone does, though. But like... <laughs> Okay. That's not different from in the past. Mm. In the past, when every like when older people were our age, they did the same thing. So we're doing the same thing. We're just going to bars and going to school. But I don't do that. I I like to go to work and come home and hang out at the house. So I really can't so, tell you. I'm kind of boring. I, honestly, I really the only difference you. is we just use technology. <laughs> yeah, right. We can actually map where we're going and not have to print it out. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then the final question would be, do we consider ourselves more Gen Z or millennial? And honestly, I'm probably a mixture of both because like the millennial ended in like 96, I think. And I was born in 98, but like probably a little bit of both. I don't know. I'm not as like caught up and advanced on like all the computer shit that's available now. Like I'm kind of an older guy when it comes to things like that. So like, Kerrigan had to show me how to, like, CC emails and stuff, like, so I'm probably closer to to a boomer, but, you know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Whatever. Kerrigan, what I, do you think? I think I'm going to say a millennial, like. You think so? Yeah. You're a 2000s baby. I don't, yeah, I am. I don't feel like, you know how some people are like, I'm an old soul. Like, I definitely feel like I was born at the right time. Sure. Like. Yeah, that's I fine. listen to, like popular music i don't listen to old music i don't like old oh, movies i listen to music I, from the 70s no like. <laughs> so like i think i'm more millennial so nothing wrong with that you know yeah but that that'll sum up those two yeah i think we answered that fine okay the next questions are from kb which is my sister shot kb 
Hmm. First question is, what's the strangest thing in your refrigerator? <coughs> you um, would know better than me, because I never go in the fridge. Let's see. Okay, um, I have two refrigerators. So in the main fridge, it's definitely Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. I guess I don't have a lot in the fridge. And then in my mini fridge in my room, um, Gail and I just say chili. So right now I'm going to say my chili's leftovers. Margarita chicken. <laughs> It's usually the week old Chipotle you throw Shut in there and up. just leave it in there. I forget oh, about it. I forget fridge about smells it. like corn. Ew, stop. <laughs> okay. If you could only use one word or phrase for the rest of your life, what would it be? Fuck. It's fuck. Why? You can change it in context. Tell me something happy. Um, I had a really good day at work. Fuck. Now tell me something bad. I had a really bad day at work. Fuck. You know what I mean? Shut up. You can oh use curse God. words as exclamation points, as commas. I mean, there's there's so much more into it. That's why I always hate when people are like, if you curse and use profanity, you don't have a vocabulary. Because I think you're fucking stupid for thinking that. Fuck. What is yours? <laughs> I think mine's like same. I same. say same a lot. Facts. Facts are same. <laughs> yeah. That would be my word. <laughs> okay, if you could time travel, what year would you go to and why? You can take that. I am going to go to, she didn't say forward or backwards, so I'm going to say 2050. I'll be 50 by then. So I would love to know if, like, where I live, what I do for a living, do I have kids, things like that. So I'm going to go to 2050. Um... <laughs> I want to go to whenever Jesus died. I don't know when that was. Three days after to see if he actually came back from the dead and walked around. Okay. Or like, where did he go? I I don't really understand that story. I guess I'd like to see it. Not him die, you know. I don't want to see anyone die, but, you know. I just want to see if the hype's hype's there and if it's all real. I'd like to know because, like, we really don't know. You can say you know what you want. I'd, I'd, I'd like to know for sure. Yeah. Okay. What would your dream house look like? Oh, I know my answer. We can answer this one in collaboration. Yeah, I feel like we have a pretty similar answer. Sure. You go, I'll go. You go, I'll go. I want a big porch. Mm-hmm. I love to sit on the porch. Mm-hmm. There's got to be like some rocking chairs, like a swing. A big glider swing, like the bed gliders. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Somewhere uh, I can just sit outside. I want a lot of land. Yeah. I want a lot of land. I want, like, big, nice windows in mm-hmm. the back. What do you think? I want a big kitchen. Yeah. Like, you're a really big on that. massive kitchen. I think I want, like, a soundproof room for, like, my music and stuff. Since, mm-hmm. like, because sometimes I play really loud. And I know that can be annoying for you sometimes. And I understand it. Just, like, having a designated space would be nice for you. Honestly, it would. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, that's... Pretty simple um, people. Next, I want, like, a humongous, like, master bathroom. Like, I want, like, a rain shower, like, a standalone bathtub, double vanity, huge closet. Like, I want... I want it all. Facts. To close it for me, I want a big, nice, man-made pond with a log thrown down right in the middle and stocked full of largemouth bass. Okay. That's it for me. I'm a simple man. Um, last thing for me is I want a really nice backyard with, like, a big deck and, like, a pool. Somewhere, like, I could have a garden. Yeah, Somewhere sure. Somewhere, like, a fire pit or something. Your greenhouse would be cool. What's a habit you picked up from your parents? Um. Mine's procrastination. Thanks, Mom. Procrastination? You think that's what you picked up from your mom of all things? Yeah. That's fair. Literally, taxes are doing one day, and me, mom, or my sister haven't done them yet, so... <sighs> from from dad? A habit I picked up from dad? Um, I don't, I don't really know. I don't think I really have many habits as it is. Yeah. I don't know. Talking. Y'all talking. both can talk. I really am not that much of a talker. I like Mountain Dew. <laughs> at any rate um the next question is from Kane do you think we're living in a simulation uh 
No, but it's plausible, right? I can see why people give it a lot of attention. It, it definitely grabs your attention, and I'm sure there are a lot of good examples as to why people think that we do. Personally, I don't, but I don't think that it's entirely impossible. Yeah. I had found a recent discovery for the conspiracy of living in a simulation. I'd never really heard of it until about a couple weeks ago. I was listening to something talking about airports and it was talking about how it's so random that a hundred people on a Tuesday in April need to fly from Norfolk, Virginia to Mississippi. Like why do a hundred people from one location, a random place like Norfolk need to get to a random place like what did I say? Mississippi? Yeah. Mississippi. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Well, and I mean, so, layovers are a thing. And I mean, sure. But, like... I mean, I get it. Yeah, like, at any given airport from anywhere to anywhere, I would be like... Like, if you want to fly from Norfolk to Kansas, I would think that's strange that there'd be a full plane for that. Right. But, but like, why are there full planes no matter where you go? So you're saying that there's no free will and we're all programmed to do certain things at certain times? Yeah. And we just have different reasons? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's fair. I can see why people would buy into that and give it attention, but I just personally, it's just not for me. Um, the next couple questions are from... There's just anonymous? Yeah. Um, the first one is, where would you wait in line at a drive-thru? I really thought that we were going to slip up and say their name. <laughs> you thought about it, didn't you? I mean, yeah. I to <laughs> um, but at any rate, oh, whatever, Kerrigan. We have a counter how many times I say that. And it's twice this episode. I didn't any of the last one. Kerrigan thinks it's funny that I say it at any rate. Whatever. Uh, Zaxby's. Zaxby's is the only place that I will wait at. If I go anywhere and there's a line, I'll change my mind and go somewhere else. It's Zaxby's. That's the only acceptable answer for me. I don't know my answer. Because I can't eat a lot of fast food, but, like... You're always down to wait at McDonald's for fries, though. Oh, my God. And their Coke. I'm like, must have got McDonald's for Coke. It's McDonald's for you. Yeah, I guess why <laughs> Okay. Next question is, what's your love language? Mine is quality time. We hinted at that earlier. I just love spending time with people, especially Galen. So, like, when we decided to do the podcast recently and I was like we can use this as a way to like spend quality time together so things like this and like going on walks and stuff like that are just really good ways for us mine's always been quality time as well mine too so I think that that's the most important for me and I feel like that's also why we connect so well and why we enjoy doing the podcast so much and I don't know we get along on things because we want essentially the same thing yeah. yeah what's the best compliment you've ever received What's yours? Um, I, I think mine's just going to have to be about, like, that I'm a, I'm a good tour guide. I think that mine is that I, I listen, honestly. Like, the one that you gave me, and, like, I've heard it before, too. Mm-hmm. You're not the first person that noticed it, but, like, it just feels good to know that, like, people know that I'm listening to them. Mm-hmm. And I can, like, I hear what they're saying, you know, and I'm processing yeah. it, and they're not just talking to a wall, and I'm just saying, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want people to, like, know that, like, I'm listening to you. Mm-hmm. Would you sacrifice yourself for a stranger? As much as I want to say yes, if in that moment, like, a stranger was about to get hit by a bus, I I don't think I'm going to throw myself in front of a bus to save Circumstantial. Them. Yeah, so... I mean, I guess, like, by default, when I joined the Navy, I was doing that, but, like, same with you. Like, if I see someone, like, out in the street... You know what I mean? I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm not a hero. It is what it is. I like living more than I like saving people. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Don't feel bad about it. That's just the truth. We're just mm-hmm. being honest. How have your priorities changed over time? Let's take one. I think for me, I prioritize more of like my future and like planning things out mm-hmm. and like setting things up because like... I would just live for, like, myself in the moment and, like, just do what I wanted and what I could then and not really think about that. Mm -hmm. And 
I feel like now I'm always planning ahead. Yeah. You know, trying to, I, I, I live for today to make sure I'm straight tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. For me, mine is, like, also prioritizing, like, us in our future, but, like, a lot more, like, myself. Um, I have changed a lot in, like, at least the last year on just, like, prioritizing myself and, like, doing what I want to do and not, like, what other people tell me to do. So, yeah, I think that's... And that's healthy, and that's really good. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. You know, I'm glad that you realized that as well. Yeah. Best piece of advice you ever received? My best piece of advice and most memorable piece of advice come from uh, my boy Bobby, my man Cordero. He, um, he told me one day, he's like, man, life is too short. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's true life is too short yeah it really is so you know take the chances do the things you want to do and make what you can out of it because it's only so long you know yeah death is death does not discriminate mine is actually from my mom she told me in like high school or like first couple years into college she was like whether you think you can or you think you can't you'll always be right you're right Mm -hmm. and it took me a while to, like, realize, like, what she meant by that. But, like, if you have a negative mindset, like, and you think you can't do something, like, yeah, absolutely, I'm not going to be able to do it because you don't think you can. But, like, if you're positive about it, hell yeah, you can do anything you put your mind to. So. I believe that was a Henry Ford quote originally. Oh, my mom told me once, so. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying Shout that she took credit for it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know how I am with the facts and whatnot, just randomly. Yeah. Knowing things, but. Um, I don't know that. I think that's true. Look it up. Fact checked it, someone. Right. <laughs> what do you think the difference is between living and existing? <sighs> I think there are so many differences. The main one, though, is that, like, an existence isn't fulfillment and enjoyment and coming to terms and growing. It's It's just waking up in the morning and doing a routine and not doing what you want to do and not learning and not growing. It's just, you're just a being on earth without finding a purpose or creating your own purpose. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I think mine's a pretty similar answer. Like, living, you're just like, living, you're doing what you love to do. You are excited and passionate about, you know, your work or just anything that hobbies and interests yeah yeah and then existing is just like feeling like you just have to have a nine to five you got to pay the bills you gotta you're just just there yeah you're just stuck in a a cycle yeah yeah i totally agree and i feel like that was a really good question and yeah shout out to mr anonymous who sent that over okay this question made me think more than i thought in a long time this question is from jack Shout out Jack, DJ Mambo, one of the sickest fucking producers I've ever met in my life. A great dude. He's doing big things. I'm really proud of him. The question is, do you think heaven is an already existing place where people join each other? Or do you think it is based off the individual and their experiences making a different heaven for every person or life? When I answered this question the first time I saw it, I was like, I think it's already existing place. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, when I die, I don't think I'm just randomly going to see, like, Michael Jackson up there. Like, (laughs) I'm not going to run into celebrities. So, like, as much as I want to say, like, there's one, I I think it is going to be personalized, like, I think people that, like, I know or just, like, people like me, I'll meet up there. But, like, I don't think I'm going to run into, like, everybody that's died. Does that make sense? Yeah, I just don't think that that's possible. Um, for me, I lean more towards the personalized because we're not really entirely sure if there's a heaven or what heaven really is and I still think that there's a possibility that you know we're reincarnated and live multiple lives you know what I mean I'm not really closed off to that so I feel like once we do reach that state of passing on and our energy carries on to whatever it was before whatever it will be after rather it just 
that's that's a personalized thing, you know? And yeah, I, I think it's a personalized. I don't really think that it's everyone I just I can't get behind the fact that everyone's gonna be there. Like that just doesn't make sense. Everyone that ever believed in any certain religion or if all the religions are wrong and we all go to somewhere happy at the end anyways, I just can't see that happening. That just I don't know, it doesn't really make sense to me. All right. Our last person that sent in question is England. Hello, England. Shout out to England. Um, England asked, what is our dream vacation spot? For me, I don't have, like, a particular destination in place, but, like, I want to go to, like, a nice beach with, like, super clear water. I don't know, like, wood beach or anything like that, but... Let's go to Bora Bora. Sure. <laughs> I mean, when That's I went expensive. to the Bahamas, they had super clear water. You could see like 15 foot down and that shit. So, anywhere with Anywhere super in the clear Caribbean water. would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, what's yours? Uh, somewhere, somewhere like Bora Bora, maybe like New Zealand would be really cool. Mm. Um, I don't, I don't really know. The Grand yeah. Canyon. Yeah. Um, the next question is. Have y'all thought about any ideas for your honeymoon? Honestly, not really. But, like, we have places we would like to go. Not particularly, like, we haven't been like, yeah, this is going to be our honeymoon. But, like, we have places we want to visit. For the third time, the Grand Canyon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We really would like to visit, like, Disney World and, like, Universal and all that. So. Just kind of travel around, yeah. do different things. No real specific idea, just yeah. one big thing. Maybe like a cruise or something would be cool. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know if I could do a cruise. Yeah, we're still wedding planning. We haven't really got to the honeymoon part yet. Yeah. <laughs> um. Your dream job or your current job? So we'll do current job and then we'll transition to what our dream job would be. Okay. If we could pick anything. Um, <clears throat> my current job... I work in agronomics, specifically in turf grass management. I fertilize, I do weed control, core aerations, things like that, uh, mole control, stuff like that. I help people grow their grass, mm-hmm. you know, and it it doesn't sound like a very thrilling thing, and it doesn't sound like a very fulfilling thing, but, like, I make more money now than I ever have. I enjoy my job more now than I ever have or ever will. I really, genuinely, truly love what I do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I'd ever get to that point in life. So, I guess with that being said, to just transition into my dream job, maybe doing this one day for, like, a major league team would be really cool. Mm. You know, something like that. Or just owning a business with this so I could stay in the field and learn more and do more and run it and keep doing what I like to do. Yeah. Um... I mean, I give tours while I'm in school. Actually, fun fact, I gave my last ever campus tour today. And it was probably the best tour I've ever given. Um, let's see. I also just got a job, a temp job, as an accounts payable manager. Um, my mom's an accountant, so helping, working for my mom. That's what I'm going to do for a couple months. Um, but my dream job... Is to own a restaurant one day. Facts. I, we we talked about this a lot, actually. I really want to own a restaurant. I think it would be so fun. What type um, of restaurant? Well, I don't know if a lot of the listeners know this, but I'm gluten and dairy free. Um, not by choice. Um, and one of my things that I love and was really difficult for me to give up was, like, baked goods. Like, I... I have a sweet tooth, but, like, I've never been one to, like, really love candy, but, like, I love, like, I don't know, like, a good pastry, like, a good bakery. Like, not even, like, sweet stuff, but, like, just baked goods. Like, I love a bagel or a muffin or things like that. So, like, owning something like that would be really cool. Sure. Sure. Um... Because it does have something to do with my current job. Um, I'll tell the story about my job today. Please so. do. Like, this is... Honestly, Kerrigan called me when I was on the way home 
from work and told me this story and I like honestly got a little emotional about it like it, I, I really enjoyed hearing it and honestly it's just too good not to share so as my job as a tour guide I mean I see hundreds of students a year that I talk to and like from that interaction I talk to them for an hour and a half and I usually never see them again so like there are times where like I help persuade students to like make their decision to come to college but like I just never know well I had this student on my tour today and they were like I'm really interested in the school of cybersecurity. like do you think it would be possible to talk to somebody in that department and I was like yeah I can see what I can do for you so after the tour ended I called over there talked to a student and they were like just go to the advising center and see if maybe you can like talk to somebody well as we were walking there the mom told me that her son struggles with like core classes and like is really really intelligent like when it comes to like computers and technology just sometimes struggles with like core classes and like that's okay like it it happens and we can you know accommodate the best we can to you know help support students and all that so I'm walking this family over to the school of cybersecurity today and we happened to walk upon a cybersecurity meeting and the current students at ODU were like so welcoming to my prospective student and they were like we would love to like give you some information and they talked to us for probably like five or ten minutes just about like the school of cybersecurity and the mom looked at her son and was like hey it's I'm gonna go get some lunch I'm getting hungry well then the current ODU students were like hey like we're actually having a catered lunch would you guys like to sit in on our club meeting so the prospective student got to sit in on like an actual club meeting for like this particular major and I have never seen a kid's eyes light up so quickly so excited so he he got to spend like two hours with cybersecurity students and I was walking the mom back to the family after we left the son with the other ODU students and she was like you have no idea how much this means to me and my family that like you went out of your way to make my son feel welcomed and you know make all of these accommodations for us to like feel supported and welcomed like you did not have to do any of this and like we appreciate you so much as like a tour guide and a person for like doing all of this and like that is the true reason that like I want to be a tour guide and I am in the major of that I am it's just like I really love connecting with people and all of that and so this mom was like getting emotional and it was making me emotional because she was like yeah you definitely just made a monarch today like the son was like yeah mom just cancel all the other other school tours we have for the week like I've made my decision so it's just one of those like really like touching the stories to like see like all this work that I do and it was it was hot today so like I walked backwards in the heat for hours um and it just it all pays off for for stories like this and I, I bet it's really nice you know to to know that on your final tour you you did your job so well yeah and you had the confirmation that you did it so well that you got somebody to come to school there yeah you know what I mean so it's like kind of sums up your your career there pretty good right to end it on stop I'm gonna get emotional I haven't cried all day stop well you can't get emotional because we have one more question left the final question the last question this one's a hard hitter I mean this one's really controversial and it's it, it was our most requested question by this one specific person. I mean, he sent it to me four or five times. That being England, um, and that question is, what What's is your, your favorite, favorite color? color? <laughs> um, My favorite color is blue. Any shade. Yeah, but my favorite color to wear is black. Why? Looks better on your skin, you think? I don't know. I just like to wear black. My favorite color is black. I mean, just. What's your favorite color to wear? Black. It's my favorite color. Three and three for every reason. Black, then probably gray, then white, or black, white, and gray. 
That's so boring. I, I don't really care. Uh, it's just my favorite, so. <laughs> That's fine. So if you can please not judge you just me. Just be your own person, honey. I am my own person, which I is why you. I wear black every day. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, oh, I love you. Quit being fucking weird. <laughs> At any rate, that is going to sum up our 500-player Q&A. I hope you guys enjoyed this. We really enjoyed this. It was so much fun planning this out and finally getting to record. Like, we were waiting for Thursday night to come so we could record this episode. Yeah. and. I mean, by the time you're listening, you know, it'll be after next Monday, so. But at any rate, you know, that was three. That was three at any rates. Four. Fuck. Whatever. Fuck. <laughs> um, it was a lot of fun, and I, I really appreciated it, and I appreciate all the questions that we got from the anonymous people and from everyone that we shouted out. You all mean so much to us. You really do. Thank you for supporting us all the time, and I just... I really look forward to doing more interactive things. So, like, literally any idea that you may have, anything you want to hear about, please just let us know. That's all you have to do. And if you want to come on the podcast, let us know, too. Seriously. Seriously, bro. We were so open to having literally anyone on. But to sum it up, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode.